Yo, so the opinions and views expressed on this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and Bachelor. This episode, we're covering the importance, or not, of one-on-ones, mm. the sleeper hit of this season's women, okay, and celebrities being mean girls over eyebrows. What? And this is episode two fifty-five. Let's go! <laughs> yeah, welcome to the episode. Um, shout out to all our new listeners out there. Shout out to everybody listening. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, I think we got a nice show here to another good episode of of The Bachelor to talk about later on, and and um. You know, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy, man. Like I, I have some th- uh, thoughts again this week. So wow, um, thoughts. Yeah, we'd well, love to see it. Yeah, we'd love you, to see you having thoughts. I, I, I hopefully I can get them out. So um, <laughs> yeah, before we get into Bachelor, uh, V, how are you doing? What's going on with you? Pretty good. Um, I feel like last episode was my sinuses were like getting like so stuffed up because like it's been really warm here in Atlanta, but now I like finally feel like I'm freed mm-hmm. from the grip that they held over me. Um, but who's to say if the weather's going to abruptly change again. So we'll see. But, um, last week I, uh, helped with a little college fair represented Mizzou, my alma mater. Um, and I, speaking of Mizzou, I actually went and saw them beat Georgia UGA's booty and basketball over the weekend, did a quick little jaunt to Athens, Watched the game, saw a couple of pals, um, and then had, you know, hit up a brewery really quick and then headed our way back to the city because I had to get back because one of my um, friends, Anna, it was her 30th and she was having people um, after her like big birthday dinner meet up at Johnny's. So I went to Johnny's. So that was pretty much uh, which Johnny's is well known in Atlanta for being like kind of like the cougar disco bar yeah. situation. So um, that was pretty much it. I feel like I was like in a sinusy haze for most of the week. And then I came out to to dance, <laughs> watch basketball. Nice. Sounds like a fun weekend. Yeah. Um, that's what cool. about you, pal? Uh, I've just been doing some auditions. I, I played a barista in this uh, film. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I did that on Set Friday. Name. I was just like, you know, behind the counter, like essentially just doing coffee things and stuff. And it was pretty cool because they wrote like this part in it for me to kind of have a little bit more than I was supposed to have in that. So that was awesome. Hey, um, look, we go. Yeah. I, I more than it, just a speaking part. It was like a part. Yeah. It was like, you know, we'll see what happens with it, but, um, that's dope though. It's just cool to be on, on set with other actors and talking to them and stuff. So, um, also went to go see a movie this weekend. Uh, I think that's like two, two movies in a row that I haven't gone to the theater like in so long. And now I'm like hitting up the theater a lot, but you know, I gotta get, I gotta get back into the movie theater. There's something about it. I feel like some movies are really better in a theater. Oh yeah, totally. But um, yeah, I'll talk about that later on. And then um, I did a creative writing class on Sunday, which was really cool. Um, and uh, I love doing it. So that was, that was fun. Um, that's pretty much what I've been up to. Um, but yeah, enough of that stuff. Why don't we get into like what we like to do around here? You know what I'm saying? It's that time to talk about The Bachelor on our show! 
<laughs> yes, but YouTube, I'm gonna need you to go ahead and subscribe, smash that thumbs up button, and hit that notification bell so you can get notified every time we drop new Bachelor content, just like this. And if you just did, huge shout out to you. Ooh Air horns for ya. Um, you know, we have to shout out our comment crew, the Nancy Drew crew, of course, Catherine Ann, Chelsea Allen, Kathleen Kent, Marion SP, what up? Um, we have some new people in the comment section. Beth Wanger, I'm going to say that, Wenger. Um, hopefully I'm saying that right. I don't know. Let me know how I'm saying it in the comments for the next video so I can shout you out properly. If, if But what's up, Beth? Welcome to the crew. And then um, Jared or... Yeah, I'm gonna say Jared. It's George Gerard Orla. You too, man. Let me know. I want to know. I want to be saying people's names right if they're gonna be part right. of the crew. You know. So shout out to you guys for leaving comments. Um, you know, I really appreciate it. We love you know responding back to you guys and you know keeping the conversation going week to week. So if you like to shout out on a show, just you know leave a comment below. Just tell us you know you you subscribe. Let us know that you're new here or you know say what's up to the rest of the crew. Everyone's really cool. And um, yeah, we'll give you a shout out on the next episode. So uh, it's as easy as that. But uh, V, why don't we get into this week's episode of The Bachelor? It's week six and we're in, a, in a Estonia. Estonia. Uh, yeah, it's yes. hard for me to get out, but I got it. Uh, week six. Where do we start? What an episode. So we're in Estonia. Jesse and Zach are in a little coffee shop doing a little rundown on the ladies that are left. And, you know, Zach's saying nice things about each of them, about how they've either surprised him or he's like, feels like, you know, good connections with them. I think my favorite one that he talks about is uh, Jess being like, there's something from the the moment she got out of the limo. And like, the only thing I could think of is that it's all of her body glitter that mm. caught, cause he's like, something caught my eye. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's the glitter. So, um, that's what glitter is for, buddy. Yeah. Glitter is the, it's the glitter. <laughs> um, but, um, in a strange twist of fate, Greer now has COVID, I don't know how that happened, um, but so she's isolated all episode and is supposedly asymptomatic. But you know they gotta they gotta do what they gotta do because they can't have this run rampant throughout the rest of them. You would think they would have like maybe checked in on her or something, like done like a little like oh like her doing like a little video because I feel like that's like something they've no, done. They needed to give Greer a break. She They're was all, like, probably well, gonna go do some something like just did this episode or something so good for her she got like a like a day off or something probably got to get like some room service and chill in a hotel and just relax get just away vibe from it all. just um, vibe it, she didn't even she wasn't even in on any of the drama that we're gonna get into but yeah I mean, um, I mean, that's that's good because, I mean, we're right now looking for who's going to be the villain of of the show right now as, as the weeks dwindle down. And we found our villain. We did. So, you know, the, all the women are excited. It's going to be a week back to normal dates with Zach. People are obviously clamoring for a one on one as they tend to do. Um, and so that that first date card comes out. And lo and behold, it's for charity saying, let's make up for lost time. So everybody's excited because like charity, de charity definitely got shafted the most out of everybody. Um, and so she's getting, which I feel bad. Charity kind of keeps getting shafted in different ways because so she does finally get her one-on-one -on -one date. She's all excited. They're all like ready to rock and roll. She looks beautiful. All the girls are like complimenting her. Like she's a beautiful girl. And then, you know, Zach comes in. They're all excited to see Zach. And he does give all of them a hug, which 
I think is nice. Obviously, they haven't seen him in a while. He gives everyone a hug, ends with charity. It's a whole thing. He, you know, and then Kat immediately asks if she can, like, see him for a second. Grabs him as if it is a cocktail party. As if it's not like he's just there to pick up uh, charity and, like, get the heck out of there. And so, like, they go into the hallway and they chitty chat about how she missed him. And then they smooch. They smooch. Which, yeah. I can't blame this all on Kat either. No. Zach's lips definitely made a move towards hers. Yeah. That no, was a consensual. I mean, she's hot. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to go for it. But, you know, knowing that, like, Zach's not going to get the blowback, you know, it's, it's fair game for him. But, you know, it's just kind of crazy. Like, it's not a good move, I don't think. Like, if you're going to do a, this, you have to go full villain. Like, you know? You, you got, and then you have to, like, you have to, like, admit that this was a bad thing, which Kat obviously is not going to do. But... I think it was interesting because, like, yes, I get the whole idea of, like, this is a show. You got to, like, look out for yourself, whatever. And I think it's interesting that in some of, like, the side, like, interviews, you hear, like, Allie and some of the other girls being all, like, of course, like, all of us want to, like, do that, want to have, like, some alone time with Zach. But we're not going to do that before he's about to head on a date with Charity when Charity, especially since Charity already got shafted, like, the week before, like, we're not going to do that because it's disrespectful. It's rude. Like, it's definitely not like there's a way to be strategic on getting your time. And I think Kat just totally did this the wrong way. Yeah. And I mean, so yeah, that's I agree. Like, you know, um, she already had her one on one date, you know, so it's like just totally kind of disrespectful. Like, it's almost like you can have them now, like after like I've already. Yeah, kinda- like have have a good date. Like I gave him his goodbye kit. It's like almost like she's like his mom being all like now. Yeah. Giving him permission. Yeah. And it's just like a it's a shitty move. Like, you know, especially if you're considering being, you know, fair, like on days like this, because like it's it's just kind of tainted a day. Like, wouldn't it? It would totally get in my head. You know, yeah. before a date Poor like Charity, that. like, of course, you could tell she's a little bit perturbed when Kat takes her and she's like, but Charity's kind of like trying not to like rock the boat. She's just she's definitely the kind of girl that's like too nice where Brooklyn's all like, what the fuck is going on here? Like yeah. Brooklyn's like not going to hold back. Yeah. Because I mean, she's we've already like, known that about Brooklyn that she I mean, he said that in the beginning. Even of he episode. said it. She's a straight shooter. Yeah. So she's uh, shooting straight at Kat. Um, you know, they head off for their date and Brooklyn, you know, gives Kat like a piece of her mind immediately. Yeah, she definitely does. Like they make that's and that's only beginning because they definitely get more into it on the group date. But like Brooklyn's all like, you know, like, what was that about? Like, obviously, this is charity. And I think it was interesting because like at that moment, I feel like Kat was all like, like, why are you guys ruining this moment for me? And it's like, it wasn't your moment. That was not your moment. That was charity's moment that you ruined. Like, what are you, like, what are you doing? Like, what do you mean? And like the, the, all the women are talking about it back at there. And like, I think it was as all of them want to do that, but they're all being respectful of like the day. Right. Like, it, yeah, there's, there's plenty of other opportunities to do that kind of action. And that was just not the right time. And like when they're, when they're on the date, like they're back at the hotel talking about it and whatever. And like, you know, people are upset and like, Kat's trying to like make her case to Ariel being all like, 
well, like if it weren't for the whole COVID thing or like whatever, like I probably wouldn't have done it or like this, that or whatever. And like Ariel's like, but you did, you Mm -hmm. did it. Like this is something like you can't, you can't take back what you did. Like it's, you either going to like stand by your actions, which she half did, or you're going to, or you're going to like be like, I fucked up. And like, you can't, you can't have both. You got to really, you got to either stick to your guns and like say, you know, and either say sorry or don't. Like, and you could tell she's like already flitting between what makes sense for her to do. But meanwhile, Charity and Zach are having a great day exploring Estonia, riding on horse and carriage, going to a wife carrying contest where Zach carries Charity over his back like a rag doll, which looked a little scary to me, to be honest. I was I was impressed how fast he ran around that course carrying her on her back, but like it looked like she was like a fake dummy on his back. <laughs> um, then they go to a weird outpost that looked like it was out of Frozen, try some Estonian ale, and then they just make out in the square a bit, like with Zach saying wow weirdly and awkwardly, being all like after their mid-smooch, which I'm like... Great, but like we don't need to be grading the smooches mid smooch. Yeah, I, I kind of faded out during this part. Um, yeah, it know, de- it definitely like the the entirety of their date wasn't like super interesting, especially since we're getting it interspersed with like the girls discussing the drama back at the hotel. So I would say it was pretty pretty run of the mill, happy, good date. Like I think Charity's definitely a front runner at their dinner. You know, she talks about how she had been cheated on and how so she like, you know, never really knew her worth in a relationship because she wasn't treated as such, which is, you know, I hate to say tale as old as time on this show. But, um, you know, she is the most beautiful crier I've ever seen on this show. She just like when she cries, it's like insane. It's like I'm like, wow, if I looked that pretty crying, that would be insane because yeah. I would get away with everything in this world. But I don't. So more maybe people just try to get me to stop because I'm like, whoa, Jesus, is getting too far. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So you know, she gets her rose. They have a beautiful date. They seem to be vibing. Things are good shape. Yeah, I, I honestly did. No one ever have like a decent relationship before. Like I just feel like every <laughs> single dinner, like Zach has to deal with well, like. Site, be honest. Like, if you're going on a reality TV show to date somebody to potentially find your like spouse, do you really? Th- I feel like you have to be at a point of like, all right. I, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like, I mean, you're just like a pretty person that want that can be on TV, and you're like looking like to see like I haven't found luck yet, you know, for my forever. But like, let's try it this way. But to be honest, it's just like. I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I just feel like it's not a good look. Like, you know, I I don't know. Like Zach, I guess kind of handles it well each time and stuff, but like, it's like, why are you, I I mean, it's not just their fault. I I think it's two ways. Like, you know, it just seems like, I mean, I don't know the context of everyone's relationships, but it's just like, why are you getting into these toxic relationships? Every single one of them, like, you know, and it's just like, it's, kind of I, w- I don't know if it, i would say it's a red flag but like it's like i don't know like you know what how how could this affect you know our stuff moving forward like did, are you completely done with your ex or like are you know it just seems like it's always about like the ex you know this well i think like the the way that the show is made 
it's it's like a vacuum to like release that like relationship trauma immediately in a way that I feel like would come out not like that in a normal relationship. Mm. Like, I mean, I think everybody has their own sets of relationship trauma to a degree. I mean, that could be romantic relationships or that could be, you know, some of them have like their mommy and daddy issues that affect their romantic relationships um, or, you know, other things. Um, So I think, you know, I think but the way that the show is operated is it gets let out in like a very, you know, extremes because that's the only way we're going to be able to see it where I feel like over a normal relationship, you know, you would kind of have more gradual conversations about things in your past or things or like whatever. And, you know, you would hope that people are working on things to like heal and work and like work through things so that they don't repeat those cycles or that, you know, they're with a partner that wants that, that, you know, they're both together working towards a common goal. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I think that's obviously the difference from a real relationship. Yeah. Um, so we are back at the house for a group date, right? Or yes. Date- they announced the group date. They announced the group date and Jess freaks out because she's the last one to get a one-on-one. She's like, I haven't gotten a one-on-one yet. And they're all like, Greer hasn't either. And they're like, and she's like, well, Greer has COVID, so she doesn't matter. And so like, but she's like, free, like having like a full meltdown. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, as they're all like getting ready to like head out to this and Charity's back from her date and everything, like, you know, Kat's. Kat hints at like how she should probably fix some stuff between her and Charity. She's like, but I just don't want to get into it because I don't want to ruin the vibe for our date today. And Brooklyn's all like, oh, oh, you don't want to ruin a vibe of somebody's date? Crazy concept, girl. Because like, which was pretty, pretty nice. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was all like, get it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like. Yeah, like, honestly, like, the hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we talking about here, Kat? Yeah. Like, you don't want to... No, because you're uncomfortable. You, ju- you just don't want to be uncomfortable. You were super comfortable ruining Charity's day, but it's uncomfortable if you have to, like, actually face the music. So, like, of course, you're going to you're gonna be like, mm. and Brooklyn's all like, nah, nah, nah. And she's like, you're coming at me. Like, why are you coming at me, Brooklyn? Because, like, Brooklyn's all like, that's what you did was tacky and classless like you're gonna like you should have the like you know you should be able to apologize to charity and whatever and she's like why are you coming at me like these are my feel you're like hurting my feelings and brogan's like i'm not trying to hurt your feelings i'm literally just telling you what you did and like if the shoe fits lace it up and i was like damn and i was like damn i'm gonna have to use that sometime because that's good (laughs) yeah no i really i think uh (laughs) What was the relationship with her ex, Brooklyn's ex? Because I feel like she is like, whatever. He was like, the abusive one. Yeah, whatever fighting they were doing, like she like knows how to like really come back with like you know quick, <laughs> you know uh, comebacks. Like you know, I'm just like, damn, like you know, she just really like is fast with it, you know. And um, Kat is just not ready for that. That no, that, uh, because Kat Cat isn't ready to like actually like fess up to like what she did, being like sort of like she's very much so being all like but what about me and they're all like yeah bitch we get it like we all are out here trying to look out for ourselves but also like what the fuck like Mm -hmm. they're still like have some tact like yeah there's nothing unique about her situation 
you yeah. know so totally um but yeah they go off to the woods and do like love rituals with a witch who looks very familiar to like a witch from i think clayton season um and i don't know if maybe it's just a requirement that if you're known as a witch on this show you have to have like curly hair with like streaks of color in it mm-hmm. because that's definitely what the other one looked like but um definitely interesting to me and they're doing all these different like love rituals and at one point they're all like going around they have to hold a candle with Zach and stare into his eyes and when it comes to Jess's turn they're doing it and her flame goes out and she's all like literally out of her mind she's like what am i like this means something this means something it does she's already like i'm last i'm last for one-on-ones like i was last on the card like my flame blows out like i'm like i don't want to go home but like blah 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 so we get to our our the cocktail party for this date and everybody else is having like Gucci, normal conversations, having a gay old time, mm-hmm. having a great time. Mm-hmm. They play the most dramatic fucking music as Zach is coming out to be like, Jess, can I have you for a sec? Because it's her turn to talk to him. And like, it's just like, it feels like a horror movie. Like she's, and then their whole conversation was much like Bailey's and his, where it feels like. They didn't actually ever say anything real to each other. And then all of a sudden Jess is going home. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was, it was, it was rough. Cause they definitely like show Jess keep saying like one-on-one, 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 like yeah. even before talking to Zach's, which I was just like, come on, just stop like talking about it. You know? Right. It's just, it, it's either going to happen or it's not going to happen. And, and it's like not the end of the world. Like, you know? And that was what's funny to me because she ends up like leaving like kind of on her own terms. It was like sort of. Yeah. She like half sent herself home because she was all like, I don't want to go home. I don't want to like blah, blah, blah. And then he, you know, they're talking and he's like trying to convince her that like her not having a one on one yet isn't that big of a deal because it inherently it isn't. And he's all like explaining to her why, like, you know, things are the way that that he's doing it. He's like, I got to do it kind of my own way. And then she still is like hammering at home. It's like not computing to her. And then what she's trying to say to him, he's not understanding. So he goes from being like, I'm confident about us to then like minutes later in what we see, which could be longer than that, um, being all like, you know, this disconnect, I'm not confident in us. And then she's pretty much says, you know, I told you I'm not going to like beg, like I'm not going to fight like for your love. Like I want you to fight for me, which I'm like, that is the wrong way to go about this. Like that is literally not how this show works. I mean, but I kind of feel her on that though. Like you I know. do, I do, but that like kind of, because it is, I mean, this far into what the she season, was doing this far into the season, if you haven't gotten a one-on-one, it's not a good look. Like, you know, she just is making a bigger deal of it than it probably, she probably should. Well, and I think, I think this season it's been especially known that it's not a good look because every time, like even when he talks with like Kat and like whatever, every time that they talk with somebody who had just been on a one-on-one or has only or had been on a one-on-one before, they always emphasize like, oh, well, like, you know, it's been a while since I was in a group setting. So like it feels different. It feels weird. So of course, like all these girls that haven't been on a uh, one-on-ones are gonna be all like in their head being all like oh these other girls keep acting like being on this group date is like such a weird crazy thing yeah yeah and also like 
I mean, let's talk about Kat for a little bit and her conversation with Zach. Like, Zach kind of confronts her about her being weird on the date, which she doesn't really kind of, like, own up to. Like, yeah. because I think she feels like she, she you know, I don't know. She, I, 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 I was trying to understand what was going on there, but he's like, something's off. And she's like, I didn't feel that way. But, like, why, why wouldn't you just say it? Be like... You know, when I kissed you, it set off like the girls. Like, I just feel like she was she like, doesn't want, she knows. I think she knows that like how he gets with the whole drama bit. And I think she was trying to save herself because she's all like if she even brought that up, like it would be it would just I think she was also trying to see if she could get that group date rose or whatever. She don't want to she didn't want to mess with the vibe of, you know, potentially getting a rose or getting whatever. But she inadvertently messed with the vibe, like, you know. I mean, yeah, she did. So she had already messed with the vibe. The vibe had been messed with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wonder, I really do wonder. It's just like one of those things where it's like it's hard not to think of yourself and 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 see how everyone's kind of dealing with the same thing. But, you know, right. she, you know, I, I, oh man. You know, she's just going after what she wants, though. And it's just like, it's just like it, a whole... she is. But I think then you have to like, I feel like when. When um Christina was on the show still, she sort of was going after what she wants. She didn't have tact in a different way. She was all like acting entitled in a different way. And I feel like there has to be an area in between of like how Christina acted and how Kat's acting where Kat is acting like she's oblivious to like what how this could impact people in like being all like what do you mean what about my feelings really like, Christina was all like whatever like I'm here like I'm not really here to make friends like that kind of stuff and I feel there has to be an in-between of like doing you and then also like you know just doing the but being smart about it and yeah. I feel like Obviously, people who do well on the show do do that. Like, I feel like Charity inherently isn't trying to involve herself in the drama and she's doing well. Um, And then, you know, I feel like Katie is doing well because like she's just doing her thing and isn't like getting wrapped up in any of the drama either. So I think there's like you got to like run that really thin line. What's her name? Is it Gabby? Gabby, yeah. Yeah, even Gabby, like, there's a point where, well, that's later on. But um, yeah. let's talk about the one-on-one with Ariel. So she gets the one-on-one. Yeah, because so no group do, no group date Rose is given out because the whole Jess thing set him off. So yeah, she they, ends up going home. And, uh, you know, probably good, good, good for her, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, it was she, a weird ending, but I think it's probably for the best for sure. both of them. But Ariel, our, t- honestly, we're team Ariel here. Oh, at totally. Future I mean, if she doesn't win... I don't know, like, like you know, she's just so great because... She's great. She's funny. She's real. She's beautiful. This was the perfect date for her. I love, I, the- I love... I don't know if it was the perfect date for her, but I, I love when she showed up and she's like, oh, I thought it was Jersey. Like, she's just, like, completely... That's her, like, defense mechanism is just to be funny, which when she's nervous, she's going to be funny. And that's... And calm. Like, she's just so, like, you know... She's chill. Yeah, she's chill. But you know what I did? I, I just felt like, you know, Ariel, you know, has got the body and stuff like that. I felt like they just wanted to get her like in a bathing suit or something like that. And, and I'm not sitting here complaining. It just felt like very like, you know, she felt looked like she was uncomfortable. You know, she well, I think she said she was like, you know. Right. And I think 
obviously, so they go to the Estonian sauna. They do like the little bit beforehand where they're beating each other with leaves. Um, and then they go into the sauna. Technically, it's a, a nude sauna. And they're in there with clothes, which, you know, in past uh, past seasons, I think it was Peter's season was when they did the nude bungee jumping. Um, but, uh, you know, they so they don't they don't do any of that. They have a nude couple come in and talk to them for a while in the sauna. I kind of felt like Ariel and um, Zach's behavior was a little immature at first with how they were like, oh, well, like when it's like you it's a nude sauna. Like this is what's going to happen. Um, yeah, they're I think the it was weird ho- ones with clothes on. Yeah, like I think it was hilarious that later when they're in the hot tub, that same couple joins them in the hot tub. <laughs> like, what is going on? Um, but they like when it gets to the dinner portion, like they definitely are vibing. And Zach is like, Zach keeps saying like off, you know, off to the side, like interview camera, and even to her, like how she's been like the best kind of surprise. And like I really think. You know, she's a dark horse. She's a sleeper hit. I think she's going to be in the top four for sure. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't really know if she's got enough to like take her over Katie because I feel like he's really vibing with Katie. But uh, I mean, she's Katie's, def- Katie's cool and pretty and stuff. I don't know. They're, they're like, I don't know. I just like, I really like Ariel. Like, she Oh, had- I really like Ariel. I really like Ariel. And I could tell like at the end, you know, she's talking about how, she even like talks about how she uses humor and stuff as her defense mechanism. And like at the end with the interview, you could tell there's a little bit of pain in her eyes because she's all like, I just don't want to be alone anymore. I'm tired of being alone, which to me felt like a mini bachelorette edit. Mm. So I wonder, I wonder, but I mean, I kind of I just want the best for Ariel. I don't even care if it's Zach. I just want the best for her. So I could see know. it. I could see it. Um. Yeah, I mean, they definitely have a lot of people that could be bachelorette here, but I could I could see that happening. Um, so yeah, I mean, so she gets the rose and and we come back and um, you know, Zach Cocktail is just party happy rose because after the night he just had, you know, Ariel was definitely a, a better day for him after that night. So right, um, yeah, we get to uh, the cocktail party. Um, before the rose ceremony and and what goes down. So it looks like I'm trying to remember exactly how it all came about, but like cat and charity are like, it looks like cats trying to start to talk to charity. And then like Brooklyn comes over. Yeah. So I, I what it looked like to me is that like Ch- charity probably like has conversations with people and stuff about how like it wasn't cool. They're yeah. going to have to have a talk about it or whatever like that. And you know, Brooklyn's probably on the side of like, no, that's messed up. Like you shouldn't just let her like do that. But yeah, like don't let her off easy. Like yeah. Brooklyn's like trying to like protect charity and mm-hmm. being all like stand up for yourself. And like she yeah, comes and charity, in. And charity definitely is going to be probably let it roll off her back. If like she gets an apology, you know, she's a little bit more timid. That's for sure. So it seems like it's going to go fine until Brooklyn comes up and kind of like throws gasoline on the fire again. And like Kat just runs, storms out pretty yeah, much. Yeah, she's like, I don't, I don't want to put up with this shit. She's like, just walks out. And even Charity says something about it. Like, why do you have to like leave? Like, you know, maybe Charity just did want the, the backup. Yeah, Charity's all like, why did she have to storm off? Like, it, it, is that really meant for like, is that really what this is like about? Like at this point, and I, I agree. Like, I think it's just like Kat's 
it's like cat like can't finish the job like she just can't finish the job like she keeps like being like we'll talk a different time charity and it's like just finish the job like just get it like you felt good enough to do what you did in front of everybody else like why can't you just do this now like you know like just get it done but yeah i i guess she doesn't think she did anything wrong you know, I, I, I don't think she, she, so she doesn't want to apologize. It's as simple as like, look, I didn't mean to do that. Like, I, I guess I was being a little selfish in that sense, but like, sometimes I think we, we need to be a little selfish here, but I never meant for it to be, um, you know, to mess up your day. I hope I didn't, um, you know, I, I, I just, I just really like him and I know you do too. So it's just like my bad, you know, I'm sorry. And then it could be over with, you know, be like Brooklyn. I appreciate you for standing up for people and stuff like that. But like, you know, I don't want beef. Just people don't want to lose. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like they just don't want to lose. Yeah. And I think Kat really doesn't want to like, she doesn't want to back down because she really, yeah, you're right. She doesn't think. I mean, she probably doesn't have to back down a lot in her life. Like, you know, she's, you know, a beautiful woman that just like, you know, in her, in her everyday life, she probably, you know, gets what she wants. So, um, you know, but we got a lot of beautiful ladies here, so it's a little harder in this situation. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's pretty much what happens at the rose ceremony or the cocktail party. Um, you know, uh, that's when you were talking about this earlier, but this is when, um, when that's all happening and like that, like cats storming off and stuff, uh, Ariel asks if they, her and Gabby should go like check on her. And Gabby said, I think it's in her best interest to not. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Thanks for bringing that back. I, I, th- I, when I heard, heard that, I was just like, man, man, that's exactly the, the mindset you kind of have to be in. Like that doesn't right. concern us. It's probably not in our best interest. That's exactly like the way to put it. So, um, yeah, I totally see that. Um, but, uh, so we get to the rose ceremony and, uh, you know, I didn't really know what to expect with this one. Me neither. Uh, and, and it ends up being that, uh, you know, cat gets the last rose, which means Allie goes home and it's, you know, they had a one-on-one day. I, I just think it kind of, it I'm, just kind of fizzled between them. Yeah. I think she's great. She I, is. I think he like liked her, but I, I mean, he just has stronger connections mm-hmm. and I think that's, yeah, I wonder if 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 two people were going to go home this week. I mean, I'm sure. And so, I'm sure maybe, I mean, so that he said Jess that he didn't see that happening anyways. with Jess, but I wonder who would have, I wonder if maybe he was, maybe his date with Ariel was more of like a test to see if like there was something more there. Because I feel like they'd been having fun, but I don't know. No, I, I feel like, I feel like Jess knew she could see the writing on the wall and this kind of brings up my like kind of like final discussion I kind of want to have about it. But right. Zach, like what are our feelings on Zach now? Like, you know, I really went from being like he's, you know, a good bachelor to like, I don't know, like it's like his true colors are kind of co- starting to come out, I feel mm-hmm. like. And um, it just seems like he doesn't like to be wrong. And, uh, you know, he has this very like like this certain perception of what like this bachelor thing is supposed to be. And it's like, um, it's, it's kind of like affecting, like he doesn't, he doesn't feel like he's fun. Like, you know, he doesn't feel like it just, I don't know. I know he keeps bringing up how fun the girls are and everything, but I just feel like he 
is, and he keeps even, remember when he like, you know, half dumped uh, Brianna and he was all like, I just feel like, you know, everything with you is so serious, but it's like, also like everything with you is so serious. Like, you know, Greer was just trying to make light conversation last week and now like to try to be empathetic and, you know, now everything is like very, it's just, everything feels heavy coming from him. Like, you know, not giving out a group date rose and stuff like that. It just feels, it feels definitely like he is almost like he's starting to get more in his head about how he's about to, like, I think he's just been having, he's been having fun making out with everybody. And now he's all like, oh shit. Like, yeah. And also like, I just feel like he wants to be the one in control as far as like sending these girls home. Like, you know, I, I would have, if, if Jess would have stayed around, I'm, I'm kind of glad she went home in a sense, because I feel like he would have just said all that stuff to her and then sent her home anyways. Right. You know? So it, it's just like weird. I don't know. It feels like he, he says he knows what he wants, but I feel like he actually doesn't really know what he wants. And because he's like leading with kind of like an iron fist being like, I know what I want. I'm going to get like, you know, I'm going to be serious about it. Mm -hmm. But meanwhile, like, not actually like having sound reasoning behind all of it. Like all of these women who have gone home, like in these ways have always been like, I'm so confused. Cause I just feel like they're not having like full conversations. Like I feel like he's not actually finishing a thought because I don't really know if he knows where it's going to end because he's like so worried about what the like outcome is. He doesn't even like fill in the middle correctly. Right. So, you know, I think it's just going to kind of get a little harder moving down the road with like him having so many, you know, good relationships with certain these women and stuff. So it's just going to be, you know, we got a little preview of what's down the road. You know, what did we really see out of that? So they're going to Budapest. It looks like, you know, there's Greer's coming back. We'll see what that adds to the mix. And it looks like for... um he like says something in reference to fantasy suites that he's like trying to maybe not have sex on it. And like, we hear like a little Jesse voice being all like, you're going to be tempted. So I don't know. I don't know what that's going to look like or why that's going to be a decision he's making, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, anything else going on in bachelor nation? Well, ex uh, uh, talking about sex season, um, I guess he did apologize that he he felt like the way that he handled the conversation with Greer was a little harsh and everything like that. But also, Caitlin Bristow, who actually happens to be in Atlanta right now doing like uh, promo stuff for her wine line, um, thinks that Zach's COVID B-roll was done at a hotel in L.A. because it looked exactly like one that she said that she stayed at for um, Dancing with the Star stuff. So I wonder... If that's true, um, if they just hadn't filmed it and like they did it back when he was in L.A. or like used some stuff that they took when he was in, in L.A. for what something else. What are you saying? Like, like had him like walking around the room and stuff like that? Yeah, or like sitting in the bed with his like cup and stuff. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. That's cringe but, though. Um, in a mini cringe moment of Bachelor Nation, M Maddie Pruitt and her husband, Grant Trout, just really continue to just be cringy because they were talking about, you know, 
she did like a little Q&A on her Instagram story. And, you know, somebody asked like, purity, it's so hard. And she's all like, you know, did a little Bible quote, like said the whole thing. being all like, you know, like intimacy outside of a relationship is like the biggest hindrance. Intimacy within a marriage is like, you know, the greatest gift. Like we sent our friends a purity contract to keep us accountable, which like the internet went crazy over that being all like, so are your friends supposed to just like call you up being like, Hey, how's that lack of sex life going? Like, how's that supposed to work? Like, like what, what goes on into like, how do you, you know, how do they keep you accountable? So, um, just interesting, interesting, interesting. I mean, I get the concept of like accountability. Yeah. I mean, that's totally a thing. Um, but like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I really can't really speak on it. Nah. Um, anything else? Anyway. No, that was it. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, you know, we'll be back with um, episode seven of The Bachelor next week. Um, what do you think? Like, who are you guys gunning for now? Are are you Team Ariel like us? Um, are you like, what do you think? Who? What, what do you think of Kat's decision, you know, to go in for the kiss before uh, Charity's date? Do you think that was a good thing, you know, for her as like, you know, looking for her own love? Or did she just mess up the vibes in the house? Let us know in the comments. Um, do you have you ever, you know, sent a purity contract to any of your friends? I would love to hear about it. Um, yeah, how did that work? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so let us know in the comments. Let us know so we can give you a shout out. Make sure you're um, subscribing and um, giving us thumbs up because we love y'all and appreciate all the love we get. So um, we'll see you next week on that. Um, v, why don't we get into something we like to do around here? Quick hits. What do we got? So Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend, Darius Jackson, welcomed their baby together. Um, his name is Leotis Andrelton Jackson, um, and he was born this past weekend. So congrats to them, the new parents. Um, Congratulations. The SAG Awards were this past weekend, and there was definitely um, some big wins by White Lotus, by everything, everywhere, all at once, for some of the main actors and actresses in that, um, for Brendan Fraser, um, for, uh, you know, uh, Abbott Elementary, a lot of great stuff, and plus they had a lot of funny moments with their, like, and I am an actor, like, where they go around and, like, each of the actors, like, says little funny things, I think. Um, that's a funny little bit that they do. Um, they also had some funny moments with presentations because Aubrey Plaza and Jenna Ortega presented award, an award together, like with their matching deadpan stares. And then um, Christina Applegate walked the red carpet. She um, was recently diagnosed with um, MS, and so she had a cane with fuck MS on the side. So definitely seems like it was a, a fun, boisterous night for you know, in we're mid award season right now. The uh, Oscars are right around the corner. Did they do it on Netflix? Like, what? Huh? Where were they doing the SAG Awards? Was it like on Netflix or something? I think it was on. It was on. I think network television. I remember. I thought it was like one of these award shows where like doing something different for it this year. I don't know. Maybe not. But I just know like E had stuff, so I don't know if it was like on like ABC or something. So. Um, um, that's what's up. Um, what else we got? So, um, Eric Holder Jr. Uh, is sentenced to 60 years in prison after murdering Nipsey Hussle. 
um, you know, back in 2019. I can't believe it's been that long. It's kind of crazy. Um, so, um, you know, that's a uh, justice for where, Nipsey. That's where that's at. So, yeah, rest in peace, Nipsey. And anything else for quick hits? Uh, Rebel Wilson and her now fiance Ramona. Um, Angora, I think that's how you say your last name. Agruma. Agruma. Yeah. Um, I got engaged in Disneyland, and I guess they are totally Disney adults because I guess they're planning a wedding nice. in Disneyland as well. So congrats to them. It's a magical place on earth. Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, what made you go yikes this week, V? This has been the talk of the internet. So... There's been a triangle of drama happening with Selena Gomez, Haley Bieber, which that's been happening pretty much ever since Haley Bieber got with Justin. Um, and they supposedly try to squash it back in October by taking a photo together and being like, oh, girls. And then Kylie Jenner, who's pals with Haley Bieber, as well as was trounced by uh, Selena Gomez for most Instagram followers. So Selena Gomez has more Instagram followers than her. Um, and I has like the record or something crazy right now. Um, but it all, it all is around silly little, silly little bully kind of things. So, um, you know, at first there was Selena Gomez had faced some body shaming stuff, uh, after, being in Cabo San Lucas, like at the top of the year. And then Haley Bieber shared a TikTok of her and Kendall Jenner lip syncing to something that said like, uh, I'm not saying she deserves it, but I'm saying God's timing is always right, which people thought it was mocking Selena Gomez, which like they were like, no, it wasn't, blah, blah, blah. But then Selena Gomez recently posted some pictures after, you know, passing the amount of Instagram followers that Kylie has where she had some pics that had like she had laminated her brows which is like a treatment you could do your brows to make them like stick a certain way and she's like i accidentally laminated my brows too much like whatever and then kylie jenner um posted two photos to her instagram story that people believe were snubbing selena gomez being all like this was an accident written in text over her brows and then a screenshot of like her on a, a facetime with Haley Bieber where that's just like their eyebrows and eyes in the in the screen of their FaceTime which like kind of I, I, how could that, that that's a strange coincidence if it isn't what it is what do you so, think what do you, yeah what's to me it feels like you know when Haley has gone on call her daddy to like really like be a like blah 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 I faced all this hate because of like the Jelena fans, like all this stuff. And I feel like they've let bygones be bygones. And even, you know, Selena's commented on stuff being all like, let's like, just like, there's no reason to be mean to like Haley. There's like, whatever, like stuff like that. So then it's like, what are we, why are we stoking the flames? Is it because like you're trying to help your pal Kylie Jenner out by boosting her Instagram followers to beat out your husband's ex? Or like, what else is going? There, there has to be more going on behind the scenes. But you know, Selena Gomez said that girls. she's gonna—it's just mean girl shit. And Selena Gomez said that she's gonna take a break from social, which she actually, up until like I think this like past maybe six months, she pretty much was her accounts were solely run by um, 
somebody else. And then now I think she might be, and she went back into it, was doing some of her own shit, but it might be, you know, it might be back to somebody else running her stuff because she keeps getting, she keeps getting that kind of shit. So, well, I'm team Selena. I'm always team Selena. Anything for Selena's. Mm. Um, all right. Well, yikes. Uh, what are you, what? <laughs> I got a question for you though. <laughs> You're awesome. What are you watching? I am watching Summer House. The newest season is out, so I've been watching that and catching up with my other stuff. I'm actually interested to hear about what you're watching. Whoa! <laughs> because um, uh, there are things I've, I'm also interested in watching. Yeah. So. Um, well, I have been. Uh, I told you I went to the movies uh, this week, past weekend, and um, it was very impromptu. It was like. I finished working on an audition and they were like, we're going to go see cocaine bear. And I was like, all right, I got to go too." you know, it was during the day. So it was I like, hear that this is, I, I need to know your opinions, especially seeing it in the theaters. Like, so do you know Elizabeth it? Banks made the movie? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I think it's decent. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's supposed it, to be like ridiculous. Yeah. It, I mean, ridiculous? it's, it's pretty ridiculous, but I mean, there's been worse movies. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just funny. I think it's there's funny. It's got movies. like this kid element to it. That kind of gives it like, I think like the full package of like, you know, it being serious and kids and drugs and bears and stuff. And, and it's got Carrie Russell who like, I've had a crush on since I was like a kid. So it's like, she's back. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just really, fu- I think it's a funny movie. I think it's, it's definitely going to spawn like more sequels or some type of universe, you know, probably with other, the co- just like Sharknado. It's going to be like cocaine bear. Like yeah. NATO. They're going to be like Adderall alligators or something like that. Oh my God. Stop it. But, um, but I mean, I think they got something there at least. That'd actually be good. You better like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they've thought about it already. Man, just send just send Elizabeth Banks a quick email being like, so I have your next venture. It's Adderall <laughs> well, Alligator. But I wouldn't be surprised if Cocaine Bear is like something that they just keep making sequels about because I can yeah. see it happening over and over again. Um, maybe it's not just cocaine. Like maybe it's like a, a whole different drug. Like like Shrooms Bear? Yeah. Shrooms Bear, <laughs> Weed Bear, you know what I'm saying? Reefer Bear. That'd be crazy. <laughs> Meth Bear. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, I think they have, you know, I think it's been pretty successful. I, I recommend Adderall alligators would make sense since Adderall is like at a shortage right now. So I think there could be like a whole tie into that. Oh man. Alligators have been done. I was just thinking of something with a name. Maybe like, um... I think it'd be good though. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You really do. Um, well, thanks for gassing me up right now. I need it. Um, and then the other show I've been watching, uh, has been perfect match on Netflix. I, I need to start watching it. Yeah, what are your it's, thoughts? It's, it's pretty fun. Like, you know, it's, it's up my alley as far as obviously it's a reality dating show, but it's got some peeps. We know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool because I love shows that reuse like old cast members of things like, yeah. you know, so it's like- kind of got that challenge feel. Plus it's got like the, are you the one feel because are you the one is really like meant to, f- find your perfect match. So they just essentially stole that idea and put it for Netflix. But, um, the cast of characters are like funny. It's like super ridiculous. Like, it's just like, it's just a ridiculous show. And it's, it's, I find it entertaining. I'm like excited to watch more episodes and they just got like, you know, good looking girls on there and stuff. So it's, I mean, yeah, you love, you love some ladies in bikinis. Yeah. You can't, I mean, what's, what's there to hate? 
Um, <laughs> so yeah, check it out. Perfect match. I think they've been dropping like three or four episodes at a time each week. So they're doing like, right. a, like not the full binge, like Netflix style, but Netflix is trying new things. I think. So, I like when they don't give us a, I like, you know, I, I think, like, I think, I think, I like a tease. Yeah. I mean, I think not only for that, but it allows like a show to be able to breathe and get like the internet and people talking about it more. It builds up more buzz. Like, you know, if Last of Us was just like all episodes, like, you know, they would talk about it for a week, maybe two, and then it just no one would talk about it anymore. So it's like each week people can have conversations around it. People could be like, what am I missing out on? Catch up on it and stuff. So I think that's right. kind of like the model. The whole binge yeah. model is just. I mean, people liked, I mean, we've been living up until like, you know, these past probably five to 10 years, we were more in an appointment viewing mode. And I think. People are looking for that again. I like love a reason that appointment to viewing. talk with people each week about something. It's just nice to have something to watch, like on a certain day, be like, oh, it's Monday. Like I can watch this or it's Sunday. I'm watching Last of Us. Like, you know, I like right. that. Um, so, you know, and they started doing it with like Stranger Things, like doing like half a season and last two episodes here. So I wouldn't be surprised if Netflix starts doing a lot more of that. So, right. Um, yeah. Um, well, why don't we just get into our slapper of the week real quick? Slapper of the week. This song slaps. <laughs> I mean, you probably know more about this slapper than I do, but you're a big Jonas Brothers fan. But Jonas Brothers Jonas single Brothers. Wings finally came out and I love it. It's, it's a good song. Yeah, it's, it's written, a vibe. It's written they by John Bell. One of the main girls from White Lotus to be in the video and stuff. And like they filmed it as as if it's like them, like, you know, at their Vegas tour and stuff. So, yeah, what I like about it is like that girl from White Lotus, I guess, is a huge Jonas Brothers. She's a huge fan. Yeah. So like she like (laughs) legit like got to have like her friends there and like, you know, be in the video. It's like it's like dreams come true. Like you love to see that. So Jonas um, Brothers are givers. Yeah. I mean. They know how to, you know, get some hype around their songs. So, I mean, what I mean, you really like the song or is it something like I do like the song. I'm interested to see how the whole album turns out. Yeah. Um, Because I feel like I liked this song, but I was all like, what's the whole album going to vibe with? And I feel like I once that whole album comes out, I don't know if this will be my favorite song from the album, depending on how it goes. Yeah, um, I feel that. I do think, though. It's a, it's a short song. It is short. It is short. I agree. It's yeah. a short song. So every time it's like it ends, I'm like, I feel like there's. I'm like, be oh like, shit, it's over. Yeah, I know. Like, be like another. My verse first listen, I was like, oh, oh, I have to do an immediate second listen because I didn't even realize that was playing. Yeah, um, you know, but that's kind of the world we live in now. People just want to hear short songs like you know they have a short attention span so they right. just loop it if they want to li- like i do um so yeah slapper of the week wings by jonas brothers on that future bachelor podcast playlist check it out um v do you have any shout outs yeah i wanted to shout out my friend anna for her birthday um i wanted to shout out my friends katie and davis and then janelle josh and brent they were all my pals that i saw and or went to the Mizzou game with so M-I-Z that's all I'm nice um, I just want to give a quick shout out to my teacher Rob Mello he helped me out with some important auditions this week and stuff so Woo! that was nice and then um, also wanted to give a shout out to our mutual friend and uh, compadre Maggie uh, she, you know my friend is running these like monthly um, creative writing sessions and stuff and um, she signed up for it so it was like you know a, little, a small intimate group of us like just writing 
and um i i really do get a lot out of it it's incredible like the stuff like that comes out of me with just you know just when you just write you know i right. I, I can't really explain it like it's just like these these beautiful things i'm like damn like it's just crazy when you spend time like you know and and maggie was there and she did some great work and stuff too so it's just i wanted to give her a shout out um it was nice to to be doing some creative on a sunday yeah. night there I might have to come to the next one. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd really like it. So um, I'll send you a sign up. Uh, Well, uh, that's our show, guys. V, do you have any fun plans for the weekend? Um, This weekend, I have a different friend's birthday. My friend Courtney, so I'll shout her out next week. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I guess here's a mini shout out for her. So I've got that. And then otherwise, I don't know. I think, you know. Hopefully the weather stays nice this weekend. I kind of want to do some stuff outside, but we'll see. Hell yeah. Well, um, that, that'll that conclude our show. Uh, you know, this has been your favorite podcast. Uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I'm messing up this. I don't know what's wrong with me right now. Are you, yeah, are you good? I'm having do a stroke. You know? I don't know if you do know. No, I don't. Um, but you know what it is. It's your favorite podcast, Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. Are you? And we'll see you next week. All right. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.